It's been a long, strange trip back to the microphone for me. It's been more than a week <laughs> since we since we recorded an episode of this week in Stephen. What's strange is I feel I feel oddly emotional coming back to this. Um, some of as as some of you know, my producer is related to me. He and I talk about this a lot. It's difficult for me because I just don't know what the point is anymore uh, with this kind of thing, right? That's how I've, that's the struggle I've been having. And I know, I'm sure, don't, don't tell me to read the War of Art. I get it. So this is kind of amazing. And, and I've talked about this before, although it's been so long that the two of you who've ever heard anything I've done, I'm sure have forgotten. But, you know, I've talked before and in different, uh, in different spaces about what I describe as sort of God's economy, right? So if I record this thing, I'm doing this thing now, and it, we edit it down and put some music on the, uh, on the front and back end, and then we put it somewhere. If one person in Croatia hears it, and if that one person, I don't know why I picked Croatia, gets something out of it, then man, I'm so thankful for that. That's kind of the amazing thing about where we are in the world today, and technology. That's the good thing. The bad thing is that everybody has an opinion on everything and we get so angry with each other and it gets so noisy and it occurs to me that my first responsibility, not just as a father and as a husband, but just as a human, my first responsibility, I think is to the, like the, the people, like the, the people I can see every day. Maybe it's concentric circles and the circle closest to me is family. And the people just outside that would be like, I guess, friends, maybe coworkers. And then the people outside that circle would be folks that I happen to cross paths with every day. Like maybe they work in the same building I work in. They live in, uh, in the same place where I live, the same complex where I live. Oh, or people at the church where I go. So community of faith, maybe that's inside that one. Anyway, it feels like in some ways, all this technology and all this, all that we have to like broadcast what we think and stuff, all that at least for me, is taking me away from it does less good than just trying to be a, a, a decent human being to the people I see every day. There's so many people using technology to disperse so much hate, right? Even people who would, and I've talked about this before too, who would ostensibly be part of what I would call my faith family, right? That was my knuckle cracking, by the way, if you could hear that. Hold on, listen. Can you hear that? That's my knuckles cracking. So over the past however many months it's been since I've done one of these, I, I've come back to, I even started traveling with a microphone, just kept it in the bag. And every time I would think about it, I would think, yeah, I should talk about that. I think that that thing is not good or that thing is good or we should, what if we thought about it this way? And I, I always thought to myself, no, what's the point? And I don't even have an answer, uh, honestly. I don't know what the point is and I don't know what the answer is and I don't know uh, what it looks like for things to sort of have any worth or to be effective. We measure things in today's society by virality, viralness. We measure things <clears throat> in ways that I don't think have lasting import. And that's, I'm sure, the sort of thing that old people say, and I think I'm old now, but I think it's true. I think the old people when I was young were right when they said it. The things that last or the things we do day in and day out that make other people's lives just a little bit better, right? The, that moment when you're on the elevator at work and you could, like you could hit the door close button and you kind of hear 
like you hear the the doors to the parking lot you hear them open like someone else is going to be rushing to the elevator in a moment and you could like hit the door close button and just beat up beat it and not worry about it but instead you hold the door and without even maybe even knowing it you keep someone else from being late and maybe if they had been late it would have been one time too many and they'd have been fired so it's those little acts of goodness and kindness and those moments when we don't actually prefer ourselves over another that I think have real import. The things that I'm saying now and the 10 minutes of digital bloviation that you're consuming are just like Kansas said. But I think that the way we treat each other has lasting effect, which frankly, in light of all that's been going on in the world, is cause to scare the hell out of all of us, isn't it? And it feels like all the wrong things are winning. But that's where I think if I were to synthesize my understanding of, again, what I would call God's economy with all that I'm saying, I think that those small gestures mean more than we think. They add up. They have a cumulative effect. It's like those commercials. I think it was for Coca-Cola or maybe an insurance company. People have, this is a uh, a conceit that people have used uh over the years, a lot of different uh, enterprises, organizations, where like one person sees an act of kindness, right? It's the whole idea of paying it forward. One person sees an act of kindness and they do something nice. And as trite as that might seem and as silly and syrupy sweet and naive as it might seem for me to say that those things matter, I really think they do. I think that giving your wife or husband or uh, partner the last cup of coffee when you feel like you could literally die without it. I think that means something. And I, I think over time, those little acts of kindness and goodness and humanness add up. And we see them in the wake of tragedies like we had in Orlando and San Bernardino, Newtown, Columbine, like all that. I mean, God, there's what? We average one a day. There's too many to list. It's People do it for effect now, but it's just, it's too much. In the wake of those events, we, if we look close enough, and sometimes we don't have to look that hard to see really, really simple and sweet acts of, of humanness. And I think more than people getting on uh, the airwaves, more than podcasts or blog posts, more than opinion pieces, I think those acts speak to the world and they say, no, hate may have won the day, but it will not win in the end. I really do believe that. My um, producer sent me a text message. It's a quote from the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, this is the quote. We will have to repent in this generation, not merely for the hateful words and actions of the bad people, but for the appalling silence of the good people. If I had heard that before, I had forgotten it. Moving forward, what it looks like for me to not keep silent about all the things in the world, and all the things that I think and all the things that I feel, but um, I'm going to try to not be too silent for too long. for this kind of thing, right? Writing blog posts or podcasting is that you have to be predictable and you have to be consistent. I'm not going to 
I, I'm not going to be either one of those. If you haven't learned that by now, then you're not paying attention, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> so I'm not going to try to be consistent or sort of predictable or reliable in terms of my scheduling. What I will commit to doing uh, with God's help is to not be, as I said, too silent for too long. And you know what? When this is done, if you're actually listening to this, just go do something nice for somebody, right? Hate will not in the end win. I believe that love is already actually one. And it's for us to, to sort of claim that and to live in it against all odds. Hashtag Phil Collins. Thanks, everybody. My name is Stephen. This week is Stephen. You're the only one who really knew me at all.